Welcome back to the Be Free Show, where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Lureda Roshke, and I'm so glad you're joining us. We, You are tuned to KERV AM 1230, Kerrville's original station. Well, praise God, he has risen. Happy, happy Easter. Hallelujah. I hope that you're going to have a, a wonderful Easter today and that you'll be in church and be with your family and celebrate what the Lord did for you because God is a good God, and this is the most powerful, important event of all history, that Jesus Christ died and rose from the dead. Hallelujah. He's no longer in that grave. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. He's alive. In Acts 1-3, it says, To them he presented himself alive after his passion by many proofs, appearing to them during 40 days and speaking of the kingdom of God. He rose from the dead. Well, I have a special guest I'm going to bring on just a moment. I want to encourage you to uh, get other people to listen uh, because this is a powerful testimony, a powerful true testimony. God can bring dead things and dead situations back to life, and he still raises the dead today. My very special guest... The most important guest I've ever had on is Jack Turner because he is my daddy. And uh, he married my dad. uh, Excuse me. He married my mom. (laughs) 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 He married my mom when I was 12 years old at a time when we desperately needed him, when we desperately needed help. And he totally made a huge difference in our lives and impacted our whole family and changed the way that we were heading because there was alcoholism, divorce after divorce, there was abuse, uh, instability, confusion, turmoil. But God sent my daddy, Jack Turner, in to step in and to change the course that we were going. And uh, he's a good, good daddy, and uh, he's a uh, a good representation of our father who's a good good father and he just uh, takes care of me and helps the ministry out so much been such a blessing to to me and so many and so I want to invite him on and uh, also just to say that he was in the Air Force for 20 years a Vietnam vet and I'm very proud of him for that service and serving our country he's one of the most patriotic men you will ever meet and very kind-hearted, and I love him. Welcome, Daddy. You're welcome. Thank you for having me today. <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you said yes. I'm so glad you you don't know that you're fulfilling the Lord's commission to me to testify about my situation yeah. and what happened to me in yeah. 1994. Yeah. Before I get into that, I need to go back and set it up first for several generations before I was born, all the men in my family have died in their mid-50s from heart attacks. All my cousins in my generation have died in their mid-50s from heart attacks. Two, in 1994, and May the 4th, 1994, I had a heart attack, and they said I died four times on the emergency room table that day. I don't remember much about it. I was out of it. I was dead. Mm -hmm. Let me set that up. For two weeks before I had the heart attack, I kept having dreams every night of Beulah Land, choir singing Beulah Land. 
and I heard the voice of, a, of an angel telling me, get your house in order. And I went to see the lawyer and made sure my will was up to date. I went to the funeral home and set up my uh, burial. And two weeks later, I was driving that down James Avery Lane, and I went out. I passed out. I took out about a quarter-mile fence. Driving a huge truck. Driving yeah. a big truck, five-ton. I came to, I called my wife, and my she brought, got my son, and they took me to the emergency room, and by the time we got there, my beautiful daughter was there with my pastor and his wife and my youth pastor and his wife. They took me into the emergency room, and my heart kept stopping, and they kept shocking me to get me back. Many, many times they shocked me and shocked me, and the last time I went out, was for several minutes, at least five minutes, they said. I had I flatlined. And during that time, I was pulled up out of my body. I had an out-of-body experience. I could look down and see the surgeons and the nurses working on me. I could see my family and my pastors out in the waiting room praying for me. I could hear my daughter screaming, Satan, get away from my daddy, you can't have him. <laughs> I felt myself drawn up to heaven to a black veil, and I knew God was on the other side of that veil. And I begged him to let me go through the veil. And he said, son, it's not your time. He showed me a beautiful little golden fountain that came from the earth up to heaven. And he said, these are the prayers that are being prayed for you every day. And then he showed me another golden fountain that looked like an atomic bomb blast. And he said, these are the prayers that are being prayed for you now. And he said, it's not your time, son. You go back and you witness for me until I call you home. And I have tried to do that to anybody that will listen to me <laughs> since then. And I'm so glad you invited me on today so I can <laughs> tell my story. I feel like King Hezekiah, that the Lord gave me 15 more years. I hope after. it's more than that. <laughs> it has been. Cause I, Much more. <laughs> I turned 70 several years ago. I'm 77 now, and I'm still alive. I've had several more heart attacks. I'm on my fourth pacemaker. <laughs> but the Lord's You're like the Energizer Bunny, Daddy. You just yeah, keep going. <laughs> my lo the Lord's not through with me. Right. Well, you are such a blessing to our ministry, and so... You know, he supports it financially and anything that we need or just taking care of us, just, you know, as best that he can. He's always asking, is there anything you need, anything I can do? And in, in doing that, he is ministering to thousands upon thousands upon thousands because our TV program grows out all over the United States and Africa and um, uh, I can't even remember where else. It's Bahamas and they even get it in Af uh, China. We're not even sure how that happens. But because of your faithfulness and of getting the gospel out in whatever way you can, not only personally, but, you know, you help getting it out through the ministry, and we so appreciate that. But I, I remember that day, Daddy. I remember it. I was um, just a little over 30 years old. And I remember that 
they were brought you in and I mean you you were in there and they started shocking your heart and and we had to go out and and so we're over there praying and I, I'm I'm a little intense. <laughs> I I've always praying like a minute and so was everybody else, you know. And uh I'm just so thankful that God heard our prayers. And I it's such an awesome thing that you said that you saw the prayers that have been praying for you. A smaller fountain all your life was a small golden fountain. But the big fountain with the like an atomic blast was what was being prayed for you right then. There is power. Daddy, there is power in prayer, isn't there? Amen. I couldn't get along without it. That's the first thing I do every morning when I get up is pray and read my Bible. Yeah, I, I'm so I'm so glad of you and your team, and you let me help you. <laughs> it's a pleasure. Uh, I, I tell everybody I'm at the point in my life now where money doesn't mean anything to me except to help the Lord's mission on earth. <laughs> that's all that matters. Yeah. Well, and, I, that's you know that is so exemplifies God's heart. Amen. God wants you to do these things, and if you don't, you're you're disobeying the the rule of God. Mm-hmm. That you're not helping spread the word and testify and tell people about Him and His wonderful salvation through Jesus, our precious Lord and Savior. Yeah. I could not get along without Him. Yeah, and God is so faithful. He's He, I, I know that we needed you. Our family needed you to stay. I don't know. I just don't know, Daddy, what would have happened to us if you hadn't been there. You know, when Mama was an alcoholic for so many years and so many things had happened. And, and uh, she had come out of that rehab the last time. And they told her if she got drunk one more time, she would die. And I'm 12 years old by this time. And you two met... And you had been through some ter- some rough things, and so you both needed each other. But we need our family, so needed you to to change the course of our lives and give us some uh, normalcy, to give us some something to sh- stability that shows that this is the way a family could be. And um, all of the Turners, uh, Daddy's family, you know, they're they're just. They all love each other, and they uh, are really close, a big family. They all love each other, and they, uh, most all of them have a personal relationship with the Lord, and they're all about God and family, and that was like a whole other world for me. And uh, i just so thankful that God, even though I was 30 years old at the time, I st- we still needed you. We st- and I still need you now. I, <laughs> I keep telling the Lord and Daddy that he is uh, going to go by way of the rapture. He has to stay with me till the rapture. He can't leave before them. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. He hasn't given me a promise of that. But uh, that's what I keep telling him because uh, it just, you know, you're just a, a, a wonderful gift to our family. And. I just appreciate you so much, Daddy. And I'm thankful that God said you're not finished and sent you back to us. And, and um, Mama needed you so much and so and, and all of us. So we just appreciate that. You don't know how much you and your Mama and the rest of the family meant to me because I was at the lowest point in my life when I met your mother. 
Yeah. And the first time I met you, I fell in love with you. <laughs> I wanted to hug you and ki kiss you and tell you everything was going to be all right, that I'd take care of you, I would never leave you. And you have helped me out so many times, me and your mother both over the last 40 years. You've always been there anytime we needed you. And you don't know how much that means because there's so many kids that will not help their parents out. But you always have been there. You and your family. <laughs> well, it's our joy, Daddy. It is our joy. You know, I think that probably there are people listening and watching on Facebook Live that, you know, they were kind of like me. They were kind of like us. We needed the, the Lord to turn things around. And because um, I was, I, I was in an impossible situation. It looked like I was going to go the way of the generations before me. And because the devil had such a hold on our family with alcoholism and abuse and uh, just a divorce after divorce, Child families being split up, children, one going with this and one going with another, no stability. And there's probably those listening and watching by Facebook that they just feel like, you know, that's me and I need God to come and intervene in my life. I, I need the Lord to send me help. I will tell you that if you just turn to the Lord, just trust him. Just ask him. Give it to him. God will make a way where there seems to be no way. And when you thought that, okay, this is this curse of alcoholism or, or whatever it may be, it's just going to continue to be passed down, passed down, passed down, passed down. No. Jesus Christ was made manifest to destroy the works of the enemy. And God will raise up, and you could be that very person, someone to be a breaker a generational breaker, that anointing, the Baal Perizim, God of the breakthrough. That's what that name means, uh, uh, Baal Perizim. It's a name of God. It means the God of the breakthrough. You could be, and you might say, well, man, I need a breakthrough just myself right now. Okay, God of the breakthrough is right there where you are. God of the breakthrough will hear your cry. And God of the breakthrough can use you to be one that cuts off and breaks off generational curses and change your family lineage, change your bloodline to where you're not, that thing is not being passed down to your children, your grandchildren, because the devil does not play fair. What does not get broken in one generation gets passed down and stronger in the next and stronger in the next and stronger in the next. But it is no match for the blood of Jesus. Amen. It is no match for Amen. the name of Jesus and the power of God. Amen. And I tell you what, that, that drunkenness and alcoholism and, and abuse and divorce and all those things was eradicated, broken off and eradicated off of our family. And I'm so grateful and I'm so thankful that my children and grandchildren are not experiencing those things. I'm so thankful that God stepped in. God will, he sometimes uses people. He uses uh, different situations, circumstances, but it's always by his word and the power in the name of Jesus. And if you are listening today and you need that God of the breakthrough, I'm going to pray for you right now. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you, Baal Perizim, the God of the breakthrough, would just literally go in and break through every demonic assignment and power of the enemy. We just bind it and silence it and send it away 
and break it off in the name of Jesus. We declare freedom and liberty to those watching and listening and those that will watch and listen in the future as this podcast goes and is reoccurs. In the name of Jesus, Father, I thank you right now, God, that alcoholism and drugs, Father, is being broken off and sexual abuse is being broken off. The depression and the suicide is being broken off in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you. I thank you that you are not a, a respecter of persons. If you did it for me, you'll do it for them. God, you love them just as much as you love me. And you are still just as powerful as you were then. So Father, I thank you that even right now, that there would be a breakthrough in the lives of those listening and watching in the name of Jesus. And Father, I thank you that even now, that there's a raising up of dead things, that you bring dead things back to life, Father God. And you call those things that be not as though they were. So Father, I pray that those things in their lives that they think, you know what, I need an Easter resurrection. I need a Resur- I need to experience a resurrection right now. It's Easter. I need to experience a resurrection in my marriage, resurrection in my children's life, resurrection in my finances, resurrection in my health, resurrection in my mind. Today is the day because Jesus is no longer in that grave. He arose from the dead. He is alive forevermore. He is for you and not against you. His word says no weapon formed against you shall prosper. So in the name of Jesus, we declare right now, Father God, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead would quicken their mortal bodies right now. And Father, set them free from the lies of the traps of the enemy. Father, we call them up out of the darkness. We call him fa- them, Father, up out of the deadness of life right now in the name of Jesus. The addictions and the habits, we break that off in the name of Jesus. There's truly power to change and turn your life course. Turn the course of your life and the course of your family. In the name of Jesus Christ, we release that right now to your people in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Daddy, I believe just as that, that uh, you saw that the prayers going up like an atomic blast. Yes. I believe that's happening Amen. right now. Amen. Let, let me say something else. People are, some people are afraid of dying. It's the easiest thing in the world if you're a Christian. Mm-hmm. It's like being wrapped in a warm, fuzzy blanket. There was such peace when I went up to see the Lord. I can't tell you. I can't wait to get back. (laughs) There's such a peace that comes when you're a Christian and you die. And people are afraid of dying. Some people die screaming when they die. Mm -hmm. But if you're a Christian, you die in peace because you know where you're going. Yeah. The scripture says, precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of one of his saints. Amen. So it's precious to him. And he escorts us, right? We just continue our one breath here and our, we take our next breath there. And we just go to be with the Lord. And there's nothing to be afraid of because he's a good, good father. Whenever I preach somewhere, I always tell people, you're one heartbeat away from eternity. Mm-hmm. And if you're not ready, where are you going? Are you going to spend eternity in the smoking or non-smoking section? It's true, right? Yeah, and Jesus paid the price, so they don't have Jesus, to go. Right, Jesus is all powerful, all knowing, and He is there for you. All you have to do is take Him by the hand, and you'll never mm-hmm. regret it. I did that over forty years ago. I took him by the hand and I got a hold of Jesus' coattail and I'll never <laughs> let go. Amen. Amen. There's salvation in no other name. 
Amen. But the name of Jesus. Amen. You know, some people think that there's many ways to God, that there's so many different paths. No, there's one to the one true living God. It's, G- it's through Jesus Christ, the Son, Jesus Christ, the anointed one, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Savior. He is the only way. And you know what is so wonderful about our, uh, our Jesus and the Heavenly Father and the Holy Spirit is He'll give you some heaven on earth to get there. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that everything in your life is exactly the way you want it, but you, God will turn things around. He will strengthen you. You know, we are in a spiritual battle on this earth. We're in this world, but not of this world. And we experience things, but he is with us because we are his child. We're his children. Mm-hmm. And he's offering that to everybody today that they can, just like daddy did, reach out and accept the Lord, invite him in. And, but there, you know, some people think, well, 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 when I get to heaven, this, when I, yeah, it's going to be wonderful. It's going to be on beyond description. It's going to be marvelous. We can't even put it into words. You know, our imagination can't even go there. But listen, he wants to give you his love, his grace, his power, his miracles, his peace, his joy, uh, and provide for you here and now. David said, I would have despaired unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. God has been so good in the land of the living. Is everything in my life perfect? Is everything exactly the way I want it to be? No, but he's perfect. Amen. And I'm in him. So really it is perfect. It's just, it hasn't all lined up on the, in the earthly realm, but you know what? More keeps lining up, more keeps lining up. Mm -hmm. And you know, there is a devil that we have to stand against and he does, he wants to attack us, but praise, thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. And we have that victory in him. So, you know, I I just, even things right now that I just think, you know, I can't see any way in the natural that's going to be fixed. I can't see any way in the natural that's going to turn around, turn around and how that's going to happen. But I don't have to see in the natural because the Bible says we are seated with Christ Amen. in heavenly places far above all principalities and powers and rulers of darkness. And the, here's the clue. Get a heavenly perspective. Start to see your life and your situation the way God does through the lens of his love, through the lens of his grace through the lens of his power. And when you begin to see like that, you'll know that the impossible is possible. And whatever you walk through, he is with you. Just like daddy said, God has been with him and uh, he has been good to him. And he's so thankful that God let him stay. And he keeps trying to want to just go, go on and just tell the Lord. And I keep saying, nope, you got to stay here with me. But because <laughs> I don't want that to happen. But God has been good and faithful. Amen. Uh, right, daddy? 77 Amen. years old. Amen. And God is faithful. Amen. And the Lord answers prayer. And let me tell you something. When you get to heaven, you're not going to be sitting on a cloud in a woolly robe playing a harp. There's (laughs) going to be useful work (laughs) there that the Lord's going to have us doing. That he's prepared us for. And amen. And the Lord always answers prayer. Not maybe the way you want it to. But let me tell you what. Before I met your mother, I got down on my knees in my mother's church and i prayed lord if it be in your will let me meet a cherokee girl that has the same background that i do and loves the lord the way i do and the lord led me right to your mother a half-blood cherokee and i got you as a bonus praise god i thank the lord for you every day oh i do you too daddy that is so sweet so hey if you are looking for a mate pray 
Amen. Otherwise, you just get whatever. <laughs> be specific. But yeah, Hari says, be specific. Amen. So my mother had dark, dark, dark skin, dark hair, brown eyes, and that Cherokee nose. You could tell she had that in her. <laughs> so God said, okay, here you go. But you know, he, del- he said, the Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord. And he will give you the desires of your heart. Amen. Delight is not just being joyful and, and finding your joy and delight in him. It also, that word actually means to be pliable, soft, moldable. So yes. be moldable in his hands. Whatever he's doing right now, whatever's happening in your life, just be moldable. Be shapeable. Be bendable. Bend to his will. It will be better than anything that you could come up with in your own mind or will. Bend to his plan because it is... It is the best. It will be such a joy to you when you follow the plan and the will of the Lord. So delight yourself in the Lord. He will give you the desires of your heart. I'm so thankful that my daddy's been here today. Thank you, Daddy. We appreciate that so much. You're such a blessing. And so thankful that we have been able to be here for our program today. I left out an announcement on May the 4th, the National Day of Prayer at 630 We are going to have our community prayer meeting uh, that day as well. May 4th, National Day of Prayer at Zion Lutheran Church in Kerrville, Texas. And it will be at 630. And we're going to join our prayers with the other uh, people on this or uh, in this nation praying for the United States of America. How many of you know? The United States of America needs prayer. Amen. We're also, I think it's at noon, there's going to be a prayer meeting at our courthouse. So everybody Amen. needs to come. We need to pray, lift up our nation, lift up our leaders. Because, as Daddy said, God hears and answers prayer and Amen. our nation needs prayer. Thank you for listening today. I want to invite you once again to go to our website at lueda.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org. You can call 866-241-0579. And we would love the honor and the privilege of praying for you. There's resources that you can get on our website that I think will help you and minister to you. We have our previous TV programs on there, and we also have uh, our podcast of the radio, and we just appreciate you so much. Listen, God is good. He's a good, good Father. Jesus Christ is not in the grave. He arose. He's at the right hand of the Father. The same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead shall quicken your mortal body. There's still, still resurrection power in the name of Jesus to bring dead things to life, dead situations to life, to quicken you and make you alive again. Even if you feel like you're just going through this life, just feeling like you're just dead on the inside, you're just like a walking corpse. Let me tell you what, there is power in the name of Jesus to cause you to come back to life again and to have joy and to have purpose and enjoy your life and your walk with the Lord. God is for you and not against you. Hallelujah. You need to go and tell others Jesus is alive. He's no longer in the grave, and it's time for you to come out of the grave today. Praise the name of Jesus.